Per Gimel Mishnah Ches. Yotilo Shtus Liyayin. One deducts a Shtus, a sixth for wine. So what's the case? It's similar to the previous Mishnah that we learned. Hamafkid Yayin is a Chavera. The Kahati explains when it was Mafkid, he puts wine by his friend for him to watch it. And then the friend, the watchman, mixes the wine with his own personal wine. Then he takes some of the wine, he drinks some of it. But he doesn't know how much he took. So now when he returns it to the mafkid, so the, the watchman deducts one-sixth of the pikodon that he received, of this wine that he received. That which the wine would lose through the kankan, through the, through the jugs, that they, uh, these barrels that absorb the wine. The little bit of uh, sediments that shuckle that they sink to the bottom of the barrel. So therefore, can I get this? The watchman would deduct and then return the remainder to the um, to the mafket, to the original owner. Abihuda Omer Abihuda says, Chaimish a fifth. The watchman deducts one fifth, and the Gemara explains that the reason of Abihuda is because in Abihuda's town, they made the jugs from earthenware from Cheres. That it would absorb more. So therefore, you deduct a fifth and then return the rest. Everything depends, you know, where you are. So one who deposits oil. He gives oil to his friend to watch. And then the friend takes it and mixes it up with his own oil, like we explained earlier. When he's returning to the mafkid, the oil, and assuming the watchman already took some oil, right? So he doesn't know how much to return, how much to deduct. Since oil does not get absorbed as much as the wine does, what you do is what you do is you, you deduct three lugan to every hundred lug of the oil. A lug and a half is connected to the sediments that sink to the bottom of the barrel. And then a lug and a half, bella, that which gets absorbed in the jug, a total of three lug to every hundred lug. Now, in my Shemin Mezugak, if the oil was refined, Shemin Shehifkid Etzlo, Shemin Mezugak was refined oil without the sediments. So then, you don't deduct the sediment part of it. You only deduct that which is absorbed in the barrel. And if the barrels that are absorbing the oil, those barrels have absorbed oil for, for a long time already, they're older barrels. So now, that, now they're not going to absorb that much. We don't deduct that which a barrel would normally absorb because this barrel is not absorbing. Rabbi Huda Omer Huda says, Even when that sells, Shemen oil, Mazukak, refined oil, Lachaveri to his friend, during the whole year, meaning if he was going to hold, just like we say we make these deductions of the sediments, but by the cases of Mafkid, so too by a seller, the one who sells oil to his friend, regular oil, but also he's giving him refined oil. Look at going, for example, that the friend Kana uh, Esau he purchased at the time of the crushing of the olives, shaman for the whole year. A hundred lug or two hundred lug. The oil is staying in the barrels of the seller. Or most throughout the year he gives him a little by little. So Harizad the Lokeh, the buyer, Mikabal Allah, he accepts upon himself. The seller will deduct a lug and a half of the sediments to every hundred lug. 
meaning kolaymar, a log omechza, a log and a half, to each hundred log connected the sediments that are there, that sink to the bottom. Whereas the Chachamim, they argue on Rabbi Huda, they hold that no. Shamoch of Abbas, one of the who's selling in one shot, Darko Limchol Al Nikos, Darko Zalbi Mochol on this deduction, the Enam Nakalo Klum, he will not deduct anything, and the Lacha follows like the Chachamim. And Mishnah Tess, Mishnah Tess has a brief introduction from the Kahati that's worth going over to understand the Mishnah. So the Havanash says here to understand that our Mishnah Yeshla Hakdim there is to introduce, Shemisha Huvgat Esla Davar. One who has a pikadon by him, he's watching something for a friend, he's been an appointed watchman. So the Nadul Hishtamish by and then he goes out and takes it and uses it for his own personal use, which he's not allowed to. He's a watchman. You shouldn't be using it for yourself. But he goes and takes it for his own personal use. Harehu Nasek Gazan, he's deemed a thief. Now he has to take responsibility to what happens to it. Then the if he takes it and puts it back to its original place afterwards. So there's a machlokas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. According to Rabbi Shmuel, since he returned, Kivan Sheikh Zuru, since he returned it, Chazar Hashemer Ladina, the Shomer leaves the status of a Gazlan, of a thief, and he goes back to the status of a Shomer, of a guard. Shalolet Chayb Onsen, he'll no longer be obligated to take Achrayas for Onsen, for unavoidable mishaps. Whereas according to Rabbi Akiva, Kozman Shlohiyadila Bailam, granted you returned it to its original place. But if you did not notify the owners, Al Kach, about this, are you chayiv ba'achri? So you're still deemed a thief. You're still chayiv ba'achrayas. That even if an onus happens, you're gonna to have to pay for it. When the moment he does a shlichas yad, he takes it for his own personal use. Kolsa shmiraso, the shmir, the guarding is gone. Vedino kikazi, he's like a thief. Shadina noto al das l'shtamish, but kadina noto al das ligno. If you're taking something to use, which you should be watching, it's no different than taking it to steal as a geneva or as gazela. And therefore, if you return, it's not enough. You have to notify the owners that you put it back to the original place. And the, the Gemara explains, one who steals a tleh, a lamb, from the eider, from the pen, or he steals a, a sella, a coin, from a kismal wallet, meaning, for example, he's given a pen to watch, and then he steals a tleh, or he's, uh, or he's given a wallet to watch, and he takes a uh, coin. So, says the Mishnah, says the Gemara, l'makab shagun of yachs, from the place that he took it, he has to return it. That's going to be shmal. There's no need to notify the owner. Just put it back. If you return to, your, to its place, that's enough. You go back to being a shomer. But Bikiv holds no. You have to notify the owners. The fact that you put it back to where it was, it doesn't help. Until you notify the owners what had occurred. As long as the owners don't know, you're still chayev to take achrayah. So you're watching this thing in your house, right? But you took it and started using it for yourself. And then you put it back to the place where it was in your house. It doesn't matter. It doesn't help. According to behavior, you have to notify the owner that you had taken it and that day you put it back. So with that in mind, let's see Mishnah Tess. One who places a barrel by his friend. The bailem, the owner, did not put it in a specific place. In the house of the guard. He just put it down. He just put it there. Then the tiltla, the shomer goes and moves it. He moves it from one place to another place. The nishpura, and then it breaks through an onus. So in mitov, yado nishpura, if she was shosh the tiltla, the time that he was moving it, the barrel fell from his hand and broke. So it's going to depend. Litzarkai, if he moved it for his own needs. For example, the shomer wanted to use it as like a ladder to step on it and get something from very high. 
So he's high to pay for the barrel. Why? Because he became like a show, like a borrower, without the uh, without notifying the owners. And therefore, if a chalash will ever borrow something without the owners knowing, he's no different than a goslin, who's chayv and all owns it. But litzarkaf, he moved it for his own need. For example, the barrel was in a place where it could have broke. So he had to move it to a different room to, in order to guard it. So then if it broke, pati is exempt. Kedin shum like a regular shomer who's pater and onsen because he was doing something for the sake of the barrel. Now, if from when he placed it, then it broke. Meaning, after he placed the barrel in a safe place, then the barrel broke. So now, whether he took it for his own needs, and he'd be really deemed a thief, whether he took it for the barrel's needs, in this case, part of his exempt. Why? Because we'll say, when he returned it, back in the domain of the owners, like it was initially, the Shomer is still a Shomer who's Potter on Onsen. And the Gemara explains that this follows the opinion of Rabbi Shemal, that holds that even though one is technically stealing it, as long as he returns it, he does not need the owner's uh, das, the owner's knowledge, and therefore he's still like a Shomer, like a regular guard, who is not Chayv and Onsen. I could explain that Dhamma to the Mishnah. The Mishnah picks a, picks a case where the owners did not was not miyachet, they did not, they did not dug in a place in this Shomer's house for it to be sitting in as a chiddish. That what? She we don't have to say a case where the Bailam Miyachid a makom, a place in the Shomer's house, and the Shomer returns it to that exact place after he uses it, that he's pater, even though he didn't know that even though he didn't notify the owners. Why? Because at the end of the day, he put it back in its original place. Rather, I feel even in a case where the Bailam did not doesn't need a place for the barrel in the Shomer's house. So the Shomer did not put it back in the exact place where the Bailam left it. Nevertheless, since he returned it to a safe area, the Shomer is Pater, the returning, helps even without the Das of the Bailam. Another case, now the Bailam, they were Koveya, the Mafka was Koveya, a specific place where he wants the barrel to be guarded in the Shomer's house. The Shomer moved it. And it broke Be'ones. Whether it broke while he was moving it. Whether it broke after he placed it down. The Tsarkai, if he was moving it for his own needs, and the Tiltal Tsarkh Asmo, Shavatul Ishtamsma, he wants to use it, he wants to stand on it and reach something up high, his Chayv has got to pay for the barrel. The Tsarkai, if he moved it for his own need, he moved it so that the barrel should be safe. Maybe something happens in the room, you have to move it to a different area for it to be safe. Putter, then he is exempt from paying for it. I think Mark explains that this last case, the Seifa, is according to Rabbi Akiva, that holds the one who steals a lamb from the pen and returns it to the pen, that he still chive in the onsen until he notifies the owners that he stole it and that he returned it. And so do over here. Kivan Shatilta, since he moved it with Tsarkai for his own personal needs, he's now a thief, he's a goslin. And even though he returned it to his original place, he did, since he didn't notify the owners about this, he is Chayev. It's a case where the owners are designating a place in the Shomer's house where the barrel is going to sit. We don't have to see a case where the owners did not designate a place for the barrel in the Shomer's house. Shem tilt if the Shomer moved it for his own needs, that he's high to pay for it, even if it broke after he was maniached on the ground. 
didn't return it to its makom yuchad. Even if the owners gave it a designated place in the Shomer's house, and the Shomer returned it to a specific place, nevertheless, since he used it for his own needs, and he did not notify the Bailem, or Bekiva holds, you got to notify the Bailem. He didn't notify the Bailem. Are you high? He was high to pay for it. All right, and with that, we conclude Mishnah Tess.